0: Hello and welcome to episode 38 of the Critical Twits Gaming Podcast, our monthly Malifaux for August 2016. Hello and welcome. We are the Critical Twits, and more specifically, I'm Brian Ennis.
1: I'm Aaron Rovinsky.
0: And I'm Joe Lewin. Today we'll be taking a look at the new Masters that are coming out just in time for Gen Con. Yes. We're also going to continue talking about our Shifting Loyalties campaign. Yep. uh, That we've been playing for... Five months now. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and there's,
2: there's been developments and events this week. This yes, month. things yeah.
0: have happened, so we'll uh, we'll bring you up to date on those. We're gonna have a look at all of the new ripples of fate masters in turn. They've released them onto the website. We'll pop a link below. But essentially, if you go in on their website and look at each faction, you can now look at both sides of the cards for each Master. Yeah. Um, which is much more useful than just looking at the front, yeah. like we did last time. Uh, <laughs> you can also see what's in their particular crew box yeah. as well. And a little Tactica, which is quite nice. Yeah, I quite like those. Because uh, it saved me having to do some of the thinking <laughs> not all of the thinking but some of the thinking what I thought first of all though is as I said it's Gen Con this week and as well as making things available at Gen Con for those of us in, uh, in different countries or who can't travel to Gen Con uh, for whatever reason they also put everything up for sale so all the previews up for sale on their website they've got quite a lot of stuff available Sort of over the weekend from the Thursday through to the Sunday
2: hmm. now that's actually quite, quite unique to weird isn't it um, I can't think of other companies that are quite so uh, lovely in the way that they do things like that because normally it's like oh if you go to this event you can get something early and it's special for people that were there yeah whereas they're going well we don't we want everyone to have that chance to get the stuff so we'll let you buy it online at the same time
1: yeah which I think is really nice yeah because you know, Because those people are still going to have to wait for it to be shipped out to them. So they're still going to get it a little bit late and everybody else, but not feel left out.
0: Mm. Yeah. I thought for you, Joe, the special model that you get if you spend a $100 or more might have been uh, quite
2: Is that the fancy fancy bike? Yes. I very, very, very much like that model. Mm. I think it's a beautiful replacement and I would happily put that in in my Arcanist Groups. Yeah. Uh, should
0: we elaborate a little bit on what that is? Cause yeah, it's an alternative Willy <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: that on a bike that aren't particularly, uh, as opposed to uh, Willy pushing a wheelbarrow. Okay.
0: Yeah, so Willy's an arcanist who pushes a wheelbarrow full of dynamite about throwing it around and generally exploding. The alternate sculpt, which counters him in every way, is a steampunky looking. Lady on, is it a penny farthing yeah, with it the is. the big wheel and then the little turning wheel at the back? Yeah, yes, looks really really nice. It does. Um, it's probably
2: going to be awful to put together. Yeah, I can imagine yeah. having to glue each individual spoke. <laughs> um, but it is beautiful.
0: Very much like that. The other thing they also release is the nightmare edition of an already existing crew. Yeah. So last year was. Is it Colette and they did the Dark Carnival. Yes. So rather than being sort of showgirls and and those kinds of entertainers, they did them as like a circus. So you oh. had like a strongman, that yeah. kind of thing. They were very nice. Now they're a bit more expensive than the usual crew boxes. They're $80 rather than about 50 mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, uh, but they are nice and they generally tend to only be available for a limited period. I'm really tempted I like the, um, the current one it's an alternate Lucas McCabe crew called the Wild Ones oh. so Ten Thunders or Guild so Aaron might be interested in this possibly
1: uh, I, I haven't looked at it I was almost tempted by yeah it's basically a bunch of people <laughs> on steampunk
0: vehicles yes yeah and we've had um, we've had like horses and that yeah
1: which the Ten Thunders don't have a horse model okay uh, directly Anyway, there's a 10 Funders one. So yeah. for me, and I might be missing a model, but for me it feels like the closest thing I can get to a horse. In my, in my I'd, I'd love
2: to have a bunch of those in Arcanist. They are very pretty. Yeah, yeah.
1: So they're like, um, if anybody's seen Steam Boy, which is uh, an anime, there's basically a big circular wheel that somebody sits in the middle of.
0: Mono wheels, they call them. The mono wheels, yes, that would yeah. make sense. Like yeah. a
1: unicycle, but... But with an they, um, yeah. Yeah. They're actually a thing that used to exist very briefly, I think, because people just died on them.
0: <laughs> what's quite interesting there is Lucas normally comes with three wastrels. Yeah. They've replaced those with two of these that count as the guild model's mounted guard. Okay. Now, the mounted guard are not yet out. Oh. So what early thing. Yeah. So yeah, they're nice. getting, getting something else early Yeah. There. Although it's a count as model. They look really nice. I like what they've uh, what they've done with naming them. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I can't remember what the names were. So they, the names are... Rollins. Yeah. Um, <laughs> who takes the place of McCabe. Yeah. You've got Cherry Bomb. Yeah. Who takes the place of Sidir Alkabal. You've got Iggy Pup, the dog. Yeah. And you've got ellie and patty ramone riding on the uh the mono wheels yeah. so they've taken a kind of a 70s 80s punk rock ramones yeah. black flag yeah. it's is it rollins black i think is his name actually yeah. it doesn't sound the, the thing yeah rollins black which is henry rollins from <laughs> black flag and then talking at people cherry bomb uh being a song yeah, Iggy Pop being Iggy Pop and the Ramones you've got two of the Ramones in there yeah, um, yeah quite nice there seems to be a yeah. thing of referencing the real world and real life people and such like in their um, in Malifaux anyway yeah and this one's more taking sort of a modern reference a bit more jokey because it's a, a limited edition thing yeah I quite,
1: I quite like that it kind of fits with the motif they've got going on for these models and things yeah Pretty They've embraced the punk
0: element of the steampunk
1: a little bit, probably on the nose maybe for some people, but
0: I I quite like it. So it's nice to see them, yeah, putting the punk into steampunk. Yeah. Um, I quite like that. Lots and lots of other things out from (coughs) Shifting Loyalties. I think that brings everything from Shifting Loyalties out, although it won't all be out straight away. It's all coming out. Excellent. Um, Yeah, so that's quite good. I like the fact that they've brought us all up to date before releasing something new yeah that like things overhanging like that
2: no it's a it's, it's quite refreshing to have that attitude of well, no we're going to finish all of this and then bring the new thing out yes even if it's literally we're finishing it at the same time we're bringing the new thing out or something similar yeah, you see, it doesn't just leave that, oh, they're probably not going to be popular, so we'll just keep pushing them back and mm. it'll take a year before it comes out yeah. like it does in Games Workshop.
0: Excellent. So what we're going to do is go through the Masters in order um, of the, what I wrote down on the thing. Yeah. yeah. It's a very scientific method. It's always good. Uh, so we're going to have a look um, in faction order. Um, we're going to have a look at Guild, Ten Thunders, resurrectionists, outcasts, gremlins, arcanists and neverborn and i'll try to put up uh, like some links so you can jump if you're really not interested in one so starting with guild the guild's new master is nelly cochrane she is a guild journalist uh, working for one of the guild papers um, who sees it as her life mission to expose corruption wrongdoing and such like while working for a corrupt evil organisation that commits lots of wrongdoing. Yes. Um, she seems to me like she could be what they term in politics, a useful idiot. <laughs> uh, someone who they can control and manipulate and feed sort of scraps to. And yeah. she thinks she's doing a good job. She thinks that she's a crusading journalist, but really she's in their pocket. Yeah. Uh, and it does talk about the fact that she sees censorship of her activities and what she finds as being sort of a necessary evil to get the main message out there so she seems incredibly morally compromised Yeah, and I think the fiction around her could be really interesting yes I'm actually interested to read what she's like and how she deals with writing for the bad guys essentially I
2: think uh, her moral compromises make her fit quite nicely into the guild
0: yes yeah
2: because there's, there's three parts to all of these masters. So you've got the background, the rules, and the models. And two out of three for this one seem really cool.
0: That's probably a good way to sort of break it down, actually. Now, Nellie is based on Nellie Bly. Have you ever heard of Nellie Bly? No. Um, real name, Elizabeth Cochran Seaman. But pen name, Nellie Bly, an American 19th century writer... Um, she went round the world in 72 days, inspired by Jules Verne. Yeah. Uh, but she's also known as being admitted as an inmate to a psychiatric ward in order to do an expose of what conditions yes. are were like inside. I do know Climb. the name. I don't yeah.
1: know. I know her real name. I don't. Didn't know her. Yes. yes.
0: N- so I think that's like a nice little touch. Yeah. Um, it's almost like we've got... Her in the game because it's an alternate history. So yeah, yeah. Could have yeah. chosen a different pen name, gone to Malifaux. She looks interesting in the way that she plays. I've got her down as being very much a control type master. Yeah, she looks to be. She gathers. She has a special condition just for herself. Evidence, mm-hmm. um, which she generates in various uh, ways, which she can then use to. Control, push enemies, and trigger multiple triggers off of the same attack action, which only
2: requires because they're all off the same suit. Yep. and yes. you only need one of that suit to trigger yep. all of them. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, as long as you spend very, very good.
0: Yeah, yeah, as long as you spend enough evidence, you can in one for one action point. Yeah. you can damage an enemy model, push it five inches, give it slow, and let someone else that you've just pushed it into punch it in the face as well. Yeah, on a single action point. You would then have spent most of your evidence, but yeah, yeah. you know having that combinations of that in there oh. um, looks really, uh, really interesting. She looks like she's going to be quite survivable because although she's only got eleven wounds and no kind of like hard to kill or anything, yeah. you can't cheat damage flips against her, and she can cheat her own damage flips. So you could cheat in a low card. Every time she's attacked. Yes. Yeah.
2: I think this makes her very survivable. Um, your lower end cards are worth having. Um, this does seem to be a trend with these new masters that there's quite a lot of uh, throwing cards away. Yeah, yeah.
0: It, it, it gives... It's really disappointing when you get a handful of rubbish. Yeah. Mm. So at least this way you're still using your control hand. Which
1: is what I've quite liked about the campaign But so far, one or two to become quite useful. So it's like, oh, I might lose that model, I'm gonna keep those cards to one side, whereas Yeah, I just for the injury weep. flip. Yeah. Whereas <laughs> I just weep in a normal straight
2: game her other other actions are kind of interesting scathing review giving a target model humiliation
1: yeah um,
2: which means at the end of uh, the start of its activation it suffers two damage and you can end the condition by taking one interact action to place a scheme marker so you're pushing them into not being aggressive yeah which is cool or you throw it on someone that's engaged that can't take an interact action and watch them slowly die and You can discard a scheme marker in base contact, doesn't have to be friendly to push up to six inches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you, 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 in one turn, you move next to a scheme marker, the next turn, you push all six inches away from that one, getting rid of it, into another one, which you could get rid of as well. You yeah. could really play around with there.
0: Yes, um, her upgrades look like they will be, uh, quite interesting as well what I'm most interesting in is misleading headlines
1: yeah
0: allowing you to pass an activation by discarding a card guild tend to lose the activation game Mm. they tend to be outmaneuvered they tend to have less models Hmm. um, and this looks like an interesting way for them to get round that
1: yeah
2: the uh, embedded allowing her to hire four mercenaries without paying the extra
0: it's quite nice. So if you're gonna hire presumably that's gonna cost you a soul stone. So as long yeah. as you're gonna hire a couple mercenaries yeah. and you've got a spare slot, that's fine. Now she sounds really good and as Joe said you've got your you've got your background. I find her background interesting. I'm the yeah. guild player. hmm Probably should have said that at the beginning. <laughs> um I find the background interesting. The rules, they don't really appear. It's not really my play style, but it looks like... I, I've got Lucius as my scheming master, and I yeah. don't get on with him at all. Yeah. Um, so I'm still kind of looking for a scheming master for uh, for Guild. But I really, really, really don't like her model. No. I think no. it looks horrible. Yeah. Um, her model is awful. Yes. Um, Fiona looks cool. Yep. Yeah, Fiona Gage, named after Phineas Gage, a railroad worker in 19th century America who shot himself through the head with a railroad spike. Wonderful. God. No. And, no. Um, so, so that's why we... she's got a big metal plate over half head. Yes, so a direct ah. reference to that, but a female uh, version. I do like the fact that the crew is all ladies. Yeah. Uh, an all-female crew. Because you're used to having that kind of men outnumbering women four to one in these kinds of games, yeah. in, in any kind of game, or even in you know pop culture in general. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's good to see a um, you know weird continuing with a, a, a better gender balance yeah. than most. I mean, the the field reporter models in here they look okay.
2: Yeah. Well, well this this crew just doesn't feel like it fits. Look aesthetically with Malifaux that well to me.
0: No, I'm not. I'm not that keen. So that for me um, will be a pass for now. Once I've got the book and uh, yeah, maybe I've seen how they work. They might come in. I'm considering her, but I'm not super excited. Yeah,
1: I'm. I'm indifferent at the moment. If if I was a guild player, I wouldn't be picking it up. No. Um, if it was a role play thing. That's the sort of thing I'd like to explore in a roleplay, but not for a little tabletop war game.
0: Yeah, it might be nice for Through the Breach models um, and similar. Um, But, yeah, Nelly just looks horrible herself. I don't like her pose, and she looks about seven. (laughs) Um, Cool. Next faction, then, we'll pass over to Aaron to talk us through the Ten Thunders Master. Yes, so Asami Tanaka. So her background
1: is... (sighs) part interesting part really stereotypical strong woman background so is a fairly s- standard sort of woman in feudal Japan type desiring of family to pass on the lineage and things like that and then somebody attacks her family shrine kills her father and loses her fertility in some way I'm assuming they strip something out of her or something quite horrible things like that could just be a stabbing. you never know yeah but I'm sure the book will tell us yes but her main desire in life was to create a family and now that's been taken away from her oh no Yeah. so as she was at the shrine she called to the Amenjaku um, a oni beast that uh, now resides inside her um, as it promised to grant her a child she now has a ravenous maw out the back of her head, okay. That is the embodiment of that creature. Ten funders have obviously recruited her because she's incredibly strong. A demon that helps control the awning is great because I don't have anything that really controls the <laughs> at the moment. There's stuff that summons rampages around for them, yeah. Um, but they don't really believe they could control her. Semi interesting background, a little bit too typical for my tastes, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's intriguing, but not massively enthralled by it, yeah woman get strong lose by losing fertility uh, yeah, alright fair enough
0: yeah yeah
1: but I was I was only I wasn't sure if I was interested in this when we looked at it previously yeah and as Joe mentioned so it depends on what happens on the back of the card and yeah. what it turns out <laughs> to be is that she's the 10 funder's summoning master yeah she with, can
0: summon them yeah and then they can charge immediately because they get summoned with slow mm-hmm. normally as does mo- nearly everything that you can yeah. summon uh so it only gets one action point but as long as it's within four inches it can then charge yeah for one which is quite nice
2: if it deals her a point of damage yeah
1: yeah they summon in um with a condition called flicker uh for these Mm. guys so they have flicker plus one the standard um which lowers each turn um once it's gone that creature disappears but she's essentially summoning their spirit for a little while as it's phasing into reality, which is quite cool. Yeah. Um, she can discard corp- all corpse and scrap markers within an inch of the summon model to increase its flicker, up it to yeah. flicker plus three, so it can last a little bit longer. Yeah. But she doesn't injure them when they come in? No, they just vanish after a little while, which mm-hmm. is fine. But she's got stuff to give them focus plus two. There's another action, It's uh, another cash she's got. So target on your minion can gain focus plus two so she can summon them in next to somebody give them focus so they're going to do some really really strong first attacks
0: charge and then have a focused attack each time that could be
1: quite good yeah yeah which is quite nasty um she herself is actually fairly powerful hitting 246 damage spread and can move models by uh, by doing that Mm -hmm. she also has on a crow which she does have to flip in if she damages the target must make a target number 11 height jewel which if it fails unless the player discards two cards gets devoured instantly now what's interesting there is it's normally uh, two,
2: two soul stones or two cards yes so they've taken away the soul stone uh, element of
0: it yeah. yeah so it's just the card but
2: what they've done is they've added in a height jewel yeah. instead
1: which is going to be even for a height 3 model a over the into the higher range of your cards well, an eight yeah you know it's 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 above average it's going it's gonna be really hard to actually beat that
0: yes yeah that's a that's a tricky job i mean you can cheat in, but then you're removing more yeah
1: so you, you're cards. you're yeah. not completely but you're almost guaranteed to be r- running their hand down a bit using yeah. that or destroying a card um interestingly enough,
2: she can give herself only strength
1: yes. So she can give
2: herself focus plus two.
1: Yeah, so she can currently get a super hit, in, so she can get that off really easily. Yeah, so she can get focus for half price. Yeah, mm. so she seems to be sort of. Uh, I mean, she can heal herself by discarding all ski markers. In two inches, heal two per ski marker. Thing, so she's got again a ski marker destroying thing, which again this seems to be a thing all of them have. Something ski marker mess her about and all yeah, the masses yeah. this time. Um, that's not her only thing, but mostly she seems to be going smash. Summon things and smash.
0: She's going to sit... She's probably going to sit just off the main battle line, sending Oni in, and then maybe just bringing things in with their reaching tendrils and trying to eat them. Yes. Targeting targeting the nasty thing and trying to swallow it whole. Yeah. And she's pretty tough to kill. She's got 10 wounds, which is
1: not massive, but she's hard to kill. And defence
0: 7 is huge. And what she can do, because she is... Taking wounds to, to, to do the charging, charge, but, but she can heal herself by discarding scheme markers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all scheme markers, so she doesn't get a choice. Um but you can discard enemy ones that way and Yeah. Toughen her up. What do you think of the models, Aaron? Uh yes,
1: the models themselves. Now again, Asami wasn't one I was particularly keen on before. I know you guys were all right with her. I now I know she's probably got something crawling out the back of her head. I'm a little bit more engaged with oh, Can't see it on the blobs. giant open more. Have you not seen yeah. it? No, I've not seen the, the, um, seen the thing.
2: I, I can see. I can see. Yeah, what you said before, because it looks like her hair's all going out
1: in a very kind of two D yeah. way. But now it makes sense because there's going to be something going, going out rah. of it. Yeah, it's yeah. her hair's become the tendrils. Yeah, it all makes sense. So Asami's totem's quite cool looking. The Amanjaku. It does the. Um, it actually works as cover for her a little bit yeah. and can, can increase conditions on models which if that works with focused as well is going to be
2: huge. Focus. scary and well it's going to be more important for Flickr yes because you you extend their yeah. duration
1: but that's that's a fairly cool looking model the uh, yokai oni uh, um, minions are like monkey like people and I quite like them actually again fair detail I quite like the poses on most of them to be honest they don't look too yeah. too bad and the Batari sort of melee henchman, as I put it in there, that can charge without an aiding line of sight and stops enemy defensive triggers so can keep things stuck in place, which is fairly scary. Yeah. Um, again, I, I like the only models in Ten Funders, to be honest. They're yeah. weird, they're creepy looking, they're, they're generally quite interesting. So she's gone from a model that looks fairly bland to me to quite interesting and
0: yeah. different. Has she gone on the wish list then?
1: Yes, because it's a Southerners yeah. thing. I would like a something.
0: I think she looks really interesting, yeah, um, and slightly different. And I, I can't find the picture for you, Aaron, uh, but the mouth in the back of her head looks awesome. Yeah. <laughs> On to Joe for the Resurrectionist Master. Now you're not a Resurrectionist player.
2: I am not. No, um, but she does. I. She actually makes me want to be. Um, okay. <laughs> Reva is really, really interesting. Um, her background is is fairly again, it's fairly basic. She was a weird child that talked to spirits that weren't there when she came to Malifaux and instilled a sense of purpose and devotion in those around her that should have been beyond the ability of a child. Obviously, her family did the only thing they could do and locked her in the attic. And standard, hi- yeah, standard, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. And hired an exorcist. That went badly and now the two of them are friends and wander around murdering people. Oh, Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, it's quite nice. So in, in the box you've got Reva, you've got two corpse candles, which are totems and um, corpse markers at the same time. Vincent St. Clair, who is the exorcist that tried to, to banish the demon in her, or yeah. if it was in her. And then three shield bearers that apparently carry on after they die. Ooh. Yes. On to Reva herself, though. Strength of the Fallen, again, we knew about before. She can attack out of... Well, she can cast, sorry, out of uh, corpse markers that are within 18 inches in line of sight. That's a huge range, but it has meant that all of the ranges on all of her spells are capped at 5. Um, she's unimpeded. She can discard a card to summon a corpse candle at the beginning of her turn within eight inches line of sight yeah. cool. so she's got that little um channeling ability on tap every turn
0: yeah and it yeah. looks like she's going to be able to because normally you can only have one totem yes so she, presumably she presumably the the corpse candles are going to be able to have two
2: so yeah if a non-peon model is killed within eight she heals the damage that is her only defensive ability yes and she's only defence 5. She has got 13 wounds, but I can see her being fairly fragile. Uh, so on to her attack actions, the new stuff. Ethereal Reaping. Um, cast 6. Now, it's range 3, which is pretty cool. It's melee attack. And it can target defence or willpower. Yeah. Which is lovely to be able to make that choice. 3, 4, 5 damage is a nice spread. And it's got some interesting triggers crow and a ram is after damaging an enemy this model heals two damage so again she's healing herself. yeah,
0: yeah so that'll help her in the survivability yeah. stakes um
2: her other attack is a zero and is really nice um cast six um with a crow built in and target number 10 with a crow and a tome yeah. um resisted by willpower range three again this is probably something you want to be casting through your corpse markers uh-huh. Um, but target enemy model suffers an amount of damage equal to the amount by which this model's final dual total exceeded the targets up to a maximum of five so rather than aiming for a high gap to get a better flip on your damage roll which literally the 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 difference is your damage yeah yeah but
0: I mean up to five a five difference is still only. Uh, Is it going to be a negative flip on damage if it was a normal attack? This would do five damage. I mean, that's quite brutal. I mean, she can only do that once a turn, thankfully, because it's a zero. Yes, but. Uh, And she needs to get the tome. Yeah but if you get a high tome in your hand when you draw your, your <laughs>
2: That's control a, hand uh, yeah
0: fairly very keep it for that and you can really cause some problems yep. or wheedle out some high cards from your opponent at the very least
2: so her tactical actions Death Shroud place model model with this model sorry into base contact with target corpse marker regardless of line of sight it's a very nice escape for her yes yeah if it happens, she counts as being in soft cover while in base contact with that model to the, end, the marker till the end of turn. Yeah. So gives her a bit of protection. Once she's done it, um, again, a zero is quite nice. She can she can charge. She can do her attacks and then hide. Yeah. Yeah. And her last one. Uh, look on my works. Cast six. Target number twelve. Place uh, range five. Again, place a scheme marker in base contact with target corpse marker. Discard the corpse marker. If you get a second crow, as, to as on top of the built-in one, you get to take the action again. Yeah. And that's not without declaring triggers, so that could go on and on and on, which is pretty cool.
1: Yeah, And again, this is going to all be done through the corpse capital kind of stuff.
2: Yeah. So
1: she could potentially dominate another side of the board with them.
2: Um, Yeah, Deathsroud could have her jumping... From one end of the board to the, no- to the
1: other, 18... almost.
2: 18... 23 inches yeah very 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 mobile and quite hard hitting caster
0: which is not typical of resurrectionists no bar Seamus she is going to she's more consistent she is
2: more consistent and she is going the thing is though she will outpace her group yeah she will outpace her crew she's going to have to try and keep up with them
0: Um, Well, they're going to try to keep up with her.
2: Sorry, and she's going to
0: have to not leap too far ahead. So, yeah, but she can afford to charge in ten inches, do lots of damage, and then teleport back to one of her uh, corpse candles that that she's left in a safe position. Yeah.
2: Now, again, interestingly, um, she can pull off those kind of shenanigans first turn with some of her upgrades. Yeah. So, guys of death, begin the game with the corpse candle on the enemy half of the board and use. Strength of the Fallen, even while engaged, so she can jump to that straight away, murder some people, and jump back to the one she dropped at the beginning of her turn Mm -hmm. by discarding a card. Um, Or attack through. Well, she doesn't even jump out. She can just attack through the one that's there. Um, So she has Beyond Death, which gives her regeneration, which is probably going to be very useful. Yeah, And Screaming Death, uh, allows her to forego damage on a melee attack in order to make a charge action
0: so you say you charge in hit something once on your second attack mm. you then charge someone else I you do. hit you charge someone else, mm. and you can potentially chain in that and just yep. rub, yeah but what are... we talk about Alan the you she said yes, yes. Yeah.
2: this is what I was thinking when I was re- reading up on her for today um and literally of the fallen prevents her damage from her attacks from being reduced. Mm. Guise of Death allows her to use Strength of the Fallen, which is her. I can do it through things, even while engaged.
0: Yeah. What do you think then? Because none of us uh, resurrectionist players, and our resident resurrectionist, has died. <laughs> 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 Irony.
2: Well, I'm very much hoping that um, should Colin return to life, that he yes. doesn't buy Reaver, because I'm scared. She's really good. Mm. I think
0: it really suits his play style as well because he's yeah. fairly straightforward and direct.
2: Um, <laughs> um, and from Times Play War Machine and stuff, he's quite good with hard hitting, manoeuvrable yeah. stuff. Glass
0: can anything. So, yeah, she's she's amazing. I love I love her models. I like the models in the box set so much that I'm really tempted to buy this box at some point. Yeah, and have a little resurrectionist force theme around her yeah, because yeah. um, it looks like the shield bearers aren't undead so no. doing a little resurrectionist force of things that are alive could be quite funny yeah. I quite think quite interesting yeah. one of them has what appears to be a Cloudbuster Sword from Final Fantasy yeah. Uh, yeah, at which point I'm sold <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> ok so that, that rounds up the resurrectionists yeah
0: which we're, we're quite looking forward to uh, me then next a faction that I play um, the outcasts will be looking up Parker Barrows, um, who is a bandit. Named after who? Um, Spider-Man
2: in the version where he just left wheelbarrows everywhere. (laughs) Because he barks his
0: barrows. Um, On old-fashioned burial sites. Yes, why not? (laughs) All the barrows. Full of spiders. Um, Actually named after Bonnie and Clyde being Bonnie Parker and Clyde Barrow.
2: So he's named after
0: both of them. Um, Again, taking real-life references and just sort of tweaking them. I like things like this because it makes me feel clever if I spot them. So Parker Barrows is, again, another control-type master, manipulating schemes, forcing the enemy to drop scheme markers of their own mm-hmm. but using enemy scheme markers like a highwayman picking up treasure yeah play around with his own upgrades uh to sort of get change what he's got or to give himself extra upgrades during the uh, the game and has the ability to sort of swap upgrades on the fly um, not seeing the, the upgrades fully makes this a tricky one to judge completely, yeah. Lucas McCabe does similar things, yeah, uh, playing around with uh, bits and pieces, but you you won't get get a sense of how good he is without looking at the upgrades. Yeah. Um, I like I like what I've seen. Uh, so far Ooh. for him looks to be a very very scheme focused master you know he's still got a, a semi-decent 235 shoot maybe not that good for a master range 12 um, though is um, nice uh-huh. yeah standard um standard six shooter pistol range actually yeah uh 12 inches with the attack flip um, positive the a- attack flip yeah all of the convict gunslingers sue. Mm. Um, all those kind of models in the outcast that have good pistols or paired pistols get the positive um, get the positive flip I don't think you're going to be using him to deal loads of damage dependent Um. on upgrades but there's plenty of stuff in outcast that just punches stuff or shoots living snot out of people his
2: his first trigger yeah he's he's there purely for you to swap over almost and then
1: obliterate oh
2: it's the last turn I'll drop three three upgrades the max you can have Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so that makes him five
0: six eight. Five yeah. six eight, yeah. Bang, right, you're dead. Before flipping damage, which makes it slightly less useful if you could do it afterwards. Mm. Um, but still, rather, rather mean. I'm guaranteeing yourself a kill. Yeah. When you really, really need it. it'll be quite useful. And then you can suck up some uh, some upgrades from elsewhere. Yeah. Be fine. He has um he has a lot of potential for me. Um I've again looking for ischemia outcast Mm. when we're we're not playing the campaign. Uh, Because I've got the Victorias, who are melee damage. I've got Von Schill, who's, again, very damage-focused. I'm intrigued by this. I think this would look awesome alongside my convict gunslingers and my desperate mercenaries as a themed little force. Mm. I think that could look really, really nice. And I like the models.
2: Yeah, he... He is definitely going to be one of the masters that has a really high kind of skill cap.
0: Yeah, he's um, gonna be trickier to play because you can accidentally benefit your opponent if you don't play what you do. Uh, to
2: be honest, I think if you you are gonna to have to play so many games just to get down how many what, what upgrades you want when, what's okay to get rid of, what's yeah. good, what's yeah. bad there, there's so much to him, especially with such a choice of upgrades as well because if he's got seven and then there's the generic ones as well he could take Yeah, there's, there's a lot of stuff going on there. And he's got quite a lot of nice interrupting things um, with hands in the air
0: Yeah, stopping your opponents mm. from taking tactical actions yep. is uh, very very um, useful
2: Push target model up uh, friendly models around discard soul stones or scheme, enemy scheme markers to get upgrades again he's going to be very very interesting and he could have one of those final turns that completely swings a game by yeah. going I discard my cards and I take your scheme markers Yeah, yeah. I've ruined your line in the sand I've succeeded mine and I think playing the scheme game against him is going to be very difficult yes
1: I did quite like the fact that his totems are hostage. Yes, the, the, the Doctor. Yes. Yep. Forcing him to work for him. Yeah.
2: See, so when you're saying about the models,
0: I don't like Mad Dog. I don't think he looks very good. No. A model in a box that's not the best is the fine. But yeah, again, I like the fact two two of the bandidos are female. Yeah. And Yeah, look very, very nice. Um, so yeah, I'm, a, I'm not going to buy, be buying him straight away. No. Although, as we're still playing Shift and Noise, he might be the best option for me to buy straight away. Um, as it is, he's on the wish list for later. I'm very, very um, very interested in him. Uh, Aaron!
1: Okay, so we're on to the Gremlins now, and the new master, Zip, f- most feared of all the Sky Pirates. So he's a goblin with a jetpack, essentially.
0: Nice. Yeah, yep. not the first goblin with a jetpack. No, but... Uh... Gremlin, oh, I always do that. Damn you, Warhammer. <laughs> yeah Tolkien
1: everyone everyone. Yeah. To small green things are goblins yeah. you can call them yeah. what you like but gremlins are actually no they're small green things as well damn it I thought you couldn't get gremlins wet but they all live in a swamp oh yeah well that's why they're always angry
0: ah okay that's yeah.
1: excellent yeah so essentially Zip is an angry he's, he's got a boy decided he doesn't like the swamp and just decided to steal an airship and fly that around he's got Kind of a lizard as his first in command, who appears to have eaten the rest of his crew. He's got some (laughs) other flying, uh, the Iron Skeeters, which are some other flying models that the
2: first mate couldn't catch. Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
1: Which can drag other models around using grappling hooks. Um, He's got Earl Burns, who used to be the actual captain of the airship, I think, before um, Zip took over. Yeah. And now he's there to keep the Iron Skeeters kind of um, repaired and things like that because he helps constructs.
2: Yeah, he's another uh, hostage, essentially because he's got his legs chained together yes
1: which I quite like that now Zip has actually made me a little bit tempted to get a little tiny gremlin crew for because Zip looks irritating as shit yes (laughs) he does yeah um Oh, well, he's got 12 wounds and he's fairly got quite high strong defence and willpower and stuff like that so he's fairly standard
2: six, 6 willpower standard 6 defence is pretty
1: uh, just, just, a, just above. yeah average is 5 um, it doesn't have any like hard to wound or anything like that in him no. um, but he does have defensive triggers um, on defence and willpower so if he gets a mask, he can just disappear off in six six yeah. inches, which is really cool. Um, he can fly, obviously, because of the jetpack, so he doesn't get any damage. He's insignificant, which I thought was quite interesting, so he can't take interact actions. No. Which is odd to me, but... For a master, yes. especially. But because of his constant yammering, <laughs> enemy models with six inches also can't take interact actions unless they discard two cards.
2: So he is some kind of weird action well, pariah. Yeah goes around with some aura around him
1: yeah his uh, gun range 8 or 2 inches because he can do it in melee as well from, uh, as well as yep. ranged uh, shot 6 in a mask which is quite good 2, 3, 4 on a blast Fairly average, yeah. Um, but it comes built in with uh, Zap, so all models gain can't stop twitching. So minus two walk, can't declare charge actions or zero cost actions. That's very nice. So again, he's massively interfering with your options. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, or convulsion if he gets a crow, so he can move a target to three inches, and then if they don't discard a card, another three inches in. It.
2: Which is really,
1: really, really good. Yes. Um, Get away from that. He's. Uh, one of his other melee attacks at two inches um, is called "Up We Go," which I quite like. is a height-resisted attack because essentially he picks a model up, puts anywhere within five inches of its current location so yeah. as long as it's not in terrain, and basically drops them for two, four, or five damage that is on un- you can't reduce so you can move a model somewhere else on the table and then do Ooh, a fairly high spread of damage for that,
0: that's fairly brutal
1: See, I, I yeah.
2: was looking at this thinking melee 3 uh, it's kind of a, it's a cool attack but I, melee 3 is not that reliable but against height I didn't look at the resist height because yeah. I you don't really see that right so he's, he's
1: above average yeah. on that yeah. uh, that's awesome melee
0: 3 yeah generally he's at plus 1 above most things yeah. so if he's picking up little stuff plus 2 yeah flinging it about yeah. um, and then if he
1: gets a mask on that he can disappear off the a walk action so he can lock somebody and move around I so he's really,
0: all over the board I love the name of that trigger my, my work, work done I race triumphantly into the clouds yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> He, yeah. he has he has this really sort of delusions of grandeur thing going on yes which is yep. wonderful when he's insignificant um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, uh, I I think Gremlins have already been the always been the like, slight comic relief yes. addition, this seems but uh, like comic uh, relief with
1: actual you actually irritating the other player oh, at the same it's time. It's so good, yeah, which I really like. Yeah. Um, he's got the 350 fifty mil smoke marker things, like the Ten Thunders have got the uh, smoke bombs oh, blocking. Stupid ninja smoke, uh, but it's noxious smoke this time, which is why it's impassable because it makes you feel sick.
2: But what if it's a robot? Yeah, well, I don't it like impassable well. blocking smoke.
1: Um, I love it. It makes no sense. It's great because it stops things. It's, it's the one yeah. thing this game does that bothers me. He can also, as a zero action, uh, do something called grab a rope, uh, push target for any model up to eight inches, but then the opponent may push up to two inches in any direction as well, which is interesting. But it can drag. You can get your other team flying across the board with you. But
0: then they fashion. get to readjust your model for you. Yeah. It's a bit random. Yeah. yeah. Upgrades. This
1: is the thing I quite like about his upgrades. If. Um, for every upgrade he attaches one of his iron skaters can attach a free sky pirate upgrade so as he yeah. gets better so do they
2: mm. which is nice that would be a very nice campaign
1: yeah faction yeah crew his upgrades can um, limit enemy free actions or Soulstone use um, and both him an ability to remove actions. One of his other upgrades, which I really like, again, it's the comic relief thing. His hovering airship, which allows him to drop the pianos as an action, uh, which ignores line of sight and stuff like that and mm. basically drops drops things on people's heads from from height. It's quite funny. Or treasure map, which rewards a crew for removing ski markers. I'd be interested to see how rewards, whether that's in Soulstones or something else, but that'd be quite interesting. Mm. Um but he's in essence he's a, he's a harassment character Yeah, and I love that
0: I love the models I, I think I think it is one of the nicest sets of models yeah I, I'm I... I'm not that keen on the models no no I don't I don't like the look of them I think they look. They also look like they're going to break if you fart anywhere near them.
1: That That's a fair comment. They, the, the iron skis, particularly, because they're basically mo- robot mosquitoes and all look yeah. really spindly in places. And going to be a
0: pain to get on a
1: base. It's tempting me to get a little gremlin faction.
0: Yeah. I've got some uh, wooden base uh, bases that look like decking. Oh, yeah. So you could use that oh, and have it look like they on the airship. I was going to awesome. use those for... The gremlins for swamps. Yeah. But mm. the wooden swamp things. Cool. Uh, right, on to Joe then. On to your own faction you saved for last. I did. You're going to talk about the Arcanists.
2: Yeah. And Sandeep Desai.
1: Mm.
2: He looks awesome. He really does. He um, makes me sad. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he was born in Guild occupied India. Bit of backstory. Um, it's time to learn a little bit more about the real world, yeah, yeah. alongside Malifaux with these. Possibly in preparation for their new game. Yes. That's set in the real world side yeah. rather than malafoe side. Yeah. it was an orphan taken in, raised by a temple. Became quite a powerful magic user by being doing your typical wizard thing of research. Yeah. yeah. The guild arrested his master. Sandeep took up his cursed garda, which looks like a mace. Unleashed the fury of Banasuva. Yeah. The his totem. Personally asked by Victor Ramos to come join the arcanists. He teaches the mages and generally is kind of cool. Yeah. I've got loads to say about his abilities because there's loads going on. Um so I'm going to talk about the models quickly. Yeah. I really like the models, but I don't like the box art. Okay. Sandeep and Kudra look fine. Yeah. But Banasuva on the box art looks crap. Okay. Yeah, actually the face. Looks awful.
1: I do worry about that on the actual model itself now looking at that. No, I think it's I think if you paint it right it will be fine. Okay. But the rest of that model looks awesome but the face is a
2: bit
0: weird. Yes. So I'm not not sold on that. Yeah. The Gamin are quite nice because they've got scorpion tails Yeah, and
2: poison. Poison Gamin are completely new as well, yeah. so it'd be interesting yeah. to see what they do because we've not had any real poison in the Arcanist so far. Yeah, because yeah, you've got enough to piss people off with. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. I, like, I like his
2: models. Yeah, Academics yeah. become awesome with this guy. Start so off, we, we went through his things in our previous preview. Uh, Beacon allows. Non P friendly non peon models within 12 and line of sight to take cast actions printed on this card, uh, minus one cast, and you can only do each action once. Yeah, but that gives five actions, two of which are zeros. So that gives a total of four actions Uh that can be done by the people, half of which are zeros. So for models that don't have a zero cost. You're adding a lot of utility there. Yeah. Um, and once per turn, after another model successfully uses one of his actions... Um, With a tome in the title, yep. which is only one of them. Uh, at the moment, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this model may discard a card to take an action himself. Um, and he's impossible to wound, so damage flips suffer negative and can't be cheated, which is awesome. Uh, so the back of the card, the new stuff, uh, his guarder is... Uninspiring. Yeah. 1, 2, 3 damage, melee 6. Yeah. Pretty crap. Uh, Arcane Storm, though, target suffers 2, 4, 5 damage, range 10, cast 6, resist defense like most um, Arcanist spells. And for every RAM in the final dual total, you get a positive flip. Which is nice. uh, so it's not the plus 1 damage you get for the criticals when you get the guild, no. but you do still get a bit of a bonus. You can push target models towards him with the mind among the senses, and then heal yourself, and heal yourself. Yeah, with the
0: same thing with a, with another ram, which is quite nice.
2: Um, I, I'm I'm loving the idea of having that on something like Joss or Howard, <laughs> and having them go, come here, smack, and healing themselves. So the tactical actions we have: Pastor Salvation, um, place this model within six inches of your current location. Can't be placed in terrain or in contact with another model or marker. And it can only done, be done by academics and minions. That's going to be interesting. Um, Oxfordian mages are going to go so well with this guy. Yeah, yeah. Mostly because, like you said about, oh, it has to have a tome in the thing. Oxfordian mages get add a tome into their cast actions for every academic within a certain distance. Mm. And they are academics. He's an academic. I'm yeah. guessing Kudras an academic. Yeah. And he has an upgrade that lets him hire out of faction academics. So, yeah, yeah, there's going to be a ton of them about. The other tactical action, as your deed, so your destiny. uh, modeler may immediately take a one interact action. So it's actually going to improve the scheme marker game for a faction that doesn't need an improvement on its scheme marker game particularly. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So that's cool. He... I mean, it says here he's an incredibly versatile master, and he is, that he can do a lot of things, and he can help his crew do a lot of things. Yes. Um, there's there's quite a few masters that make them better at hitting, or better at doing this, or better at doing that. He kind of gives them the option to be better at nearly anything, depending on what's going on.
1: Yep. Both of Sandeep's limited upgrades allow him to summon Garmin. They've got various restrictions. Each of them have a different restriction yep. on there, but that means he can re-summon them back in. So if you're Wind Garmin... Destroy and then pushes somebody, he can resummon it back in, which mm. you can do it again. So you've got suddenly a movement, very movement based team again. Yeah. It gives him a bit of flexibility with, all right, well, I'm, these guys are poison based garmin, I ain't summoning them and I'm going to summon in a different section, It's selection of garmin. In. I'm more interested
2: in, because he's got two upgrades that both enhance his uh, Garda attack. Yeah. And I look at that going, that's the one part of him that I don't care
0: about. But So
2: yeah. granting paralyze is kinda cool. Yeah. That's
0: really nice. Yes. Yeah. Paralyse is yeah. a pain. Probably on a trigger.
2: Yes, I, would, yes. I would I
0: would kind of if hope not, so. <laughs> if it if it's always paralyzing then that's mad and Um Yeah. <laughs> awesome at the same time.
2: And the other increases damage which it so. needs
0: Yeah, being able to hire academics regardless of faction. Yes. Be, yeah. Be quite nice because no. there's a sprinkling of them, and um, probably some more appearing in the new, uh, in the new book as well. So
2: yeah, I think he he has a lot of potential. I think you'll go you you as standard are going to probably want to put Oxfordian mages in there, especially if you're taking other academics because, they get their bonus based on academics. Um, so I hit you and I get to drag you two inches for every time in the thing and I get an extra tome for every academic within a certain distance of me. Yeah. Allows them to play a lot of movement shenanigans and that kind of thing. Then pushing and pulling away and doing all kinds of stuff with sand deep tone stuff yeah. means... Could be very 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 good.
0: Yeah. Is he on your wish list then Joe?
2: Yeah he's one I'd, I'd pick up over the, the few that I've ignored so far like uh, Mayfang and Karras I'm not too interested in. Yeah. Colette interests me but
0: not quite yet it's interesting the stuff you don't like in the Arcanist is all the stuff I like <laughs> <laughs> excellent right we'll move on to Neverborn and the new Neverborn master Titania Ooh. Titania, Titania Titi, Tanya to her mates because <laughs> however I try and pronounce her name it sounds wrong I'm going to change what we've been doing slightly I'm buying this Okay. Uh, I'm, or- <laughs> I'm ordering this this week um, from Gen Con um, alongside the book and a couple other bits to put it over $100 so I get my shiny thing damn you working with man it. because the thing that got me with this is the models yeah. the models oh, they are, are beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. yes um, they are they just look so good even the the three knights that she has with her who are who are minions but are named minions Yes, really like that. Yeah, the tooth, the claw, and the thorn oh, look beautiful. amazing. I like Aislinn. Aislinn, yeah. Um, yeah. Henchman. Uh, the only one I and, and she herself is I when I I wanted her the moment I saw her model. In the preview, it was just her without having seen the rest of the box. She is
2: good, yeah. The only yeah. thing I
0: don't... I'm not super keen on her snaky thing. No. It looks okay. Is
2: is that a totem? It's a
0: totem, yeah,
2: okay. yes. Yeah. I was going to say, I'd, I'd happily have it offered for Marcus, but
0: because it's probably a beast. Yeah. <laughs> if it's a beast, yeah. I can't, I, I, it's yeah, a totem. Yeah, yeah, so you couldn't. Again, I talked about Lucius earlier. Lucius was meant to be my schemy guy for Guild and for Neverborn, but I just don't get on with him. Yeah. I'm now going to be using Titania as my schemey thing for Neverborn. Okay. Aaron looks upset. I am upset. Way upset. Because she's amazing. <laughs> she, look, she looks so good at it. Um, she's tough, 12 wounds, hard, um, impossible to wound. She can heal Yeah. Uh, using scheme markers. Uh, whenever a scheme marker is placed within six inches, which is very interesting yeah. as well so her own stuff placing scheme markers will heal her the enemy placing scheme markers will heal her mm-hmm. and she has abilities that let her get scheme markers onto the board yeah um, as well
2: thirsty roots again playing into scheme
0: markers yeah um, thirsty roots um so she takes what what she looked to be doing is taking the zero new harvest action enemy models toughness 12 willpower jewel. place a ski marker in base contact with it she could go quite nicely with a couple sorrows for that <laughs> mm-hmm. take a point of damage while you're there but then she then take um, her ongoing ability thirsty roots Means that if an enemy activates in contact with a scheme marker. That so will
2: be placed by New Harvest next Yeah, time. toughness yeah. 13
0: willpower jewel or suffer two damage. Again, sorrows tying in nicely with that because you could get them twice. Yeah. So they get stung for the first willpower jewel, they fail it, they get the, the thing down. Um, putting in an insidious madness in there as well, making it really hard to, to cheat uh, the jewels. Yes. Um, and I like the madness side of Neverborn. Mm. And although she's not directly focused on it, there's models that cross over and there's some, some synergy there yeah. um, that I quite like. I like the fact she's got a semi-decent ranged attack because that's missing quite often from Neverborn. Yeah. Only 8 inches, two, three, four damage, but uh, discard friendly scheme markers within 2 inches um, to deal extra damage. Or after succeeding, target other friendly model within four inches of the target. Uh, heals two, two, three. Yeah, which is nice. A two, two, consi- three is nice. Yeah, yeah, very good. Much more. Normally, you get one, two, three, on most yeah. healing flips. So that's quite nice to be able to heal her uh, her minions. Um, reduce the damage to zero. Another friendly model within eight inches and line of sight may push into base contact and take a one in uh, a one attack action. Yeah. I'm expecting. Uh, the Tooth, the Claw, the Thorn to be quite nasty melee minions. Yeah, I mean... look it. (laughs)
2: I've (laughs) I've been looking at her um, and the way that she does things and thinking that actually... I mean, she's not... She's defence five, but impossible to wound, 12 wounds. Fairly easy healing. Yeah, I can see her playing that really nice I'm just going to run forward, I'm going to jump in the middle of all the enemies, I'm going to cast New Harvest, I'm going to...
0: Attack with Wicked Silence to place more scheme motherfuckers yeah, down. Yeah,
2: yeah. And <laughs> on anyone that passed their willpower for the other thing. Yeah. And then kind of not really fear retaliation too much. Yeah, no. Um, don't get me wrong, she's she's susceptible to certain things.
0: If yeah, you, she's not... Every, she's every, not immortal, but yeah. she's, she's good. Yeah,
2: very, very much so.
0: But yeah, just getting a few attacks off, generating a load of scheme markers down on the board um, and then using them to do all sorts of things, heal yourself... Um, push your own models about um, or to damage the enemy when they activate you're gonna have I might need to buy more um, scheme markers (laughs) yeah yeah I like the way they've described her totem which can sacrifice itself to resummon any friendly minion who was killed in Titania's service yeah so bringing back in again looking at the tooth the claw the thorn looking at Probably some meaty minions there.
2: Hopefully so quite each one useful. will do something a bit different. So you pick yeah. the one that or either just the one that's dead
0: and or they've all been described as being difficult to kill. Yeah. and then adding in resurrecting them on top, yeah. you're you're frustrating the opponent. Yeah.
2: Especially if Titania's got such a consistent way of chucking extra damage on them as well. Even if they've all just got hard to kill.
0: Yeah. Or healing healing your own yeah. stuff. There's uh, a lot she, of things that yeah. she can. She fact she can that one do. of her upgrades, I mean,
1: she can name a champion to get extra benefits. That scares me a little bit because they haven't mentioned what the benefits are, but yeah. having another super powered kind of model on yeah.
0: the board is. Turning corpse and scrap markers. The enemy drops near her into her own scheme markers. It is very cool. And being able to um, say you can only attack me on a model that can heal itself really really easily yeah um, or saying come here and sit next to me yeah these are the, these are,
2: uh, upgrades, are Upgrades. Right? Yeah. yeah
0: she looks like she's not she's gonna be really really fun to play mm. um, and quite a different style of play to the other uh, yeah. neverborn that I, that I normally yeah. use We'd, so I'm I'm interested she's got four cash as well. Titania's chief advisor, Aislinn, casts powerful spells at range and give penalty to enemy magic users. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, another ranged model. Yes. Because it's something the Neverborn are lacking. So she might she might end up
2: In a appearing few elsewhere. Yeah.
0: Um, and the whole the whole theme of uh, Queen of the Fae, oh. um, the Queen returned to Malifaux
2: after battling How? the tyrants last, yeah. wasn't she?
0: Um, she was she was too good and had to be locked away. Yeah, is it Galadriel from Lord of the Rings? I will become more powerful. Oh God, oh, she's gone mad. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No. yeah, yeah. That was the kind of the image I I um I had. And again, I'm looking forward to some of the the fiction bringing her back in. you yeah. seeing yeah. what's happening with that. I can't see Lilith being particularly happy.
2: No, and this could be a whole nice. New direction they can take the Neverborn in and going oh. into the Fae now yes. rather than yeah. just the the madnesses and the demons that they've kind of yeah. currently got.
0: Let's go around the table and see who we th- who is who is the favourite of each of us. Aaron, what the model I'm
1: most looking forward to? Yeah, yeah. Um, I have to admit, Taney's the one I'm leaning on most at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it seems like the overall thing like the models are really 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 like for that that's stunning and i love that kind of motif anyway yeah. i'm genuinely scared of facing that whereas i am with say i think reaver's the other one i've got a bit of a pants wetting thing going on at, yeah. the point at the moment or love for if i have to get a chance to play mm. players. as yeah um but yeah no i think titania's the one i'm leaning on
2: yeah Model wise, yeah, I'm saying, yeah, Titania's box is beautiful, and Reva's box is probably a close second for models. Rules wise, interestingly enough, rules wise, Reva still comes in at second place, yeah, because I think she adds a lot of nice, sneaky elements that I would personally play very well with, I think um and i'm I'm looking forward to sandeep just because of the amount he can bring to models I already like playing with yeah I like the academic
1: stuff already so yeah. that
2: should be interesting
1: i do like the flexibility on sandeep has put quite high up on a things yeah. i would, would would really like all wise I think I might be Reaver actually to be honest yeah yeah I yeah
0: I, mean. I i'm I'm pretty much the same i I think Titania's my my winner, if you like, because she's in my faction and I'm going to buy her and have her and lick her and it will be lovely. Beyond that, though, Reva. Reva has me really, really tempted just to get some Resurrectionist stuff to use her. The models look nice. Um, I like the... I mean, the backstory, as you say, it's a little clichéd. But... The image is very striking. Yeah. We didn't really talk about the exorcist, but he's walking around with a crossbow, so yeah. there's a bit of ranged attack going on there, quite, yeah. quite useful. And the shield bearers look really nice. And the idea of having like a, a death cult, as mm-hmm. like it's a, almost like a separate thing within Resurrectionists, where mm-hmm. they're not necessarily undead or summoning undead, but they are using the powers of, of undeath yeah. uh, in a completely different way. Seems really, really nice. Yeah. So I'm I'm th- th- I don't think there's a there's necessarily a bad box. No, apart from the guild, the guild, <laughs> because I just, the models just don't appeal yeah. to me mm. uh,
2: that much. That even as a gamer, I wouldn't be interested because they just they don't fit.
0: Yeah, there's, what there's, I want. There's a few models that are a bit less like things like the beckoners, uh, for instance, don't have any weapons. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of thing. The nurses. So there are there are would, other models that but they still fit really nicely within the theme of their faction the nurses are
1: working with I, I, I just I don't know I just don't like it she, she yeah. does fit well with the theme of the factions because the guild was all about control and manipulating people and things like that True. and she does fit into that kind of motif but it, again it's it felt more like a role playing element that looks really really yeah. interesting are
2: we playing malafoe wrong write <laughs> answers on a postcard
1: write yeah. Then, let us know yeah, yeah. Um, if it's a good answer I'll send you a biscuit
0: <laughs> <laughs> keep sending biscuits to people don't I yeah why not Everybody loves a biscuit. Everyone loves a slinky, Aaron. You're thinking of slinkies. Because <laughs> <laughs> people
2: that can't eat, uh, was it Celia Facts, that can't have gluten, don't uh, often like biscuits. Because gluten-free biscuits taste like shit. Yeah, that's true.
0: So, we've just finished round five of our Shifting Loyalties campaign. Yep. Uh, our ongoing campaign, where I am playing Outcasts.
1: Yep, I am playing 10 funders.
0: And I'm playing the Almighty Arcanist um, We did have a Guild and Resurrectionist player Who have kind of their commitment Other commitments have got in the way Yeah, unfortunately We, do, do, in have, life? we do have a Neverborn player Yes As yes. well And that Neverborn player has been the whipping boy of the group Hasn't won a, Hadn't won a game Out of about seven games uh-huh. Up until this, this week, week yeah. yeah. So we'll start there, I think Yes,
1: my, my humiliating defeat What's happened, Aaron? Okay, right. Every game gets its own individual encounter. Um, for ours, it was an extra scheme in essence. Yes,
0: and you script instead of victory points. Yes,
2: uh, on a two for one thing. So every cause you can every one up. gets you two. Yeah.
1: yeah. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Uh, to keep in line because you earn six
2: from the yeah. encounter at yeah. maximum.
1: Yes. I know. I tend to be fairly maneuverable team, as I know. Uh, Rob's mm-hmm. Neverborn R with uh, the uh, Terratots sprinting yeah, yeah. the Terratots sprinting get all over the board fairly quickly but the, I've taken things that make me disappear and move all over the place yeah. so I took all scheme markery based things to drop all over the place I started off doing everything and then after a particularly bad roll ruined uh, my centre holding of the board and decided i will just go for the script based one so okay. I ended up um, running away for the most part, allowing Rob to drop loads of ski markers. He's taken a few ski marker things, um, while I just basically dropped enough for my script earning, so I can earn for my master next time. And ended with a seven-nil loss.
2: See, <sighs> what you should have done is you should have done what we've all realised. Which is Rob has taken lots of TerraTots because he's got he, he likes the mechanic of growing them, which is really yeah. really cool. Yes, but they're shit. So what you do is you spend the first two to three turns murdering them all, yeah. and well, then you run around
1: and go <laughs> <you> <laughs> dance the through little, the corpses, yeah. placing your own scheme. What powers. I what I did instead that was got
0: lovely. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got a little bit overexcited about my uh, firing line with Toto. because yeah. I've got blocked the sky with them. And managed to obliterate... Killjoy. Killjoy, yes. Oh, nice. So by the end of round two, he was dead. He's brought a tree thing with him. A wildgeist? A world He's brought a... He's... <laughs> I can't the name of anything. A mini yeah. Yes. Yeah. A, a mini-ent. An end.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: um, which can basically plant its roots down and grow trees in the way. Um, Killjoy does have a nasty habit of charging the first thing he sees... Honorable player was using this the the mini ent to yeah. uh, essentially lane block him to direct him in the direction he wanted yeah. to go, which worked out very cleverly, which was quite cool. Yeah. And it can be quite tough to take down itself. So Rob has advanced as a Malfoy player. He's, yeah, there's some there's yeah. some scary little tactics coming out now.
0: I've noticed that having because having quite a small group and playing the same people frequently, on a, frequently, yeah. I'm spotting everyone picking up tricks. Everyone's learning new things. And approaching games differently. Yeah, and how they uh, how they started. I was thinking that that actually, Aaron, you were getting quite good, but obviously that that <laughs> defeat might be suggesting otherwise.
1: Yeah, I I, mean, I don't know. I just think I wasn't concentrating properly that day. Possibly, yeah, I was focusing on the wrong things. Is probably more like it, but probably well, assuming that I was going to have a very easy game against the player who lost all the time yeah. and that wasn't the case I, 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 it was my own fault, I underestimate the player
2: you focused on the money because we're all getting Masters next yes, month
0: yes and so, I was running
1: short so yeah. I wanted money
0: uh, whereas Joe and I played a game uh, up until now Joe has won every single game that he has played yes. he's been undefeated and you're still undefeated. Yes, but you haven't won every single game. No, no, we drew. Um, um, I had a, a selection of scheme markers in the middle, and depending on how I claimed them, I either lost or drew. Yeah, and uh, so I pointed quite out quite that enough if- to point that I was being rubbish and actually had drawn the game. Yeah, <laughs> so thank you. It's all right. Um, there was
2: there was a bit. It was very hard for me to do. <laughs> I wanted to. I wanted to keep my own um, un- Unlosing record, uh, un- uh, always winning. Uh, whatever the fuck words. It was quite hard for me to do because I wanted to continue winning every game. But yeah. I didn't lose, so it's okay.
0: Yeah, if this was a tournament.
2: Not oh, bollocks you. I'd let you be stupid. And, and if
0: you. I was playing in a tournament, or, I, A, I'd be really confused, I wouldn't know what was happening and how I'd ended up there, uh, but B, I'd have done the same thing. I'd have yep. gone, They oh, should have done that. Yeah, <laughs> um, That yeah. was a really hard-fought game.
2: Most of ours are. We are probably the two players that punish mistakes the most, and I think are the ones that to a game plan the least yes oh shit something's happened right well, I'll do this instead then yeah. I'll completely change everything I was going to do this game and focus on doing that yeah Yeah. Um, and that's it spotting those rather than thinking well next turn I plan to do this if they move something into an advantageous position being able to go fuck that plan I'm going to do this that and the other and yeah. it makes our games very thinky Yeah. because We'll both go. Oh, if I put this here, he might do this. And then he might. Yeah. And then that might happen. There's and then of... the world might end. <laughs> yeah. So
0: I need to focus on certain things. Yeah, there's a lot of second guessing. Where I have noticed that Aaron, you, and our and our Neverwoman player, you seem to have a plan in mind. Yes. And you try to execute your plan. Yeah. So if I can work out what your plan is, I can then work around it. Yeah. Um, whereas I know more so with Joe that if I do something, he's going to spend a few seconds thinking about that and adjusting his plan accordingly. So our games are much more sort of fluid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Although my general plan didn't really change. Um, I just bought Sue specifically... I don't like Sue. Yeah, specifically because Sue is a really good protective bubble against magic users. Yes. Um, He's a dick. Yes. So anything within three inches of Sue... If anyone targets them with a cast um, attack, they mm. get a negative flick. And nearly all of your attacks are cast ones, bar your um, Gatling gun that you picked up as an upgrade. Lots of ranged magic attacks that I was able yeah. to reduce the effectiveness of quite nicely. The
2: way I, my, my horse runs off, my, my mages generally form my gun line. Yeah. And yeah, you, you shut that down
0: yeah and the other I mean the thing you'd added is that ice golem yes because you decided to move into a Rasputina that's that's uh, where I'm going for my master yeah yeah um and that's a scary model uh able to do is it like 12
2: damage in an attack Uh, um 9 10 12 I think is its
0: damage spread on one of its attacks yes which is enough to kill anything that I have in a single Mm. smash the ice golem and joss especially scare me yeah Mm. um in melee so my plan was to use Hannah's void record to get rid of whichever one looked most threatening each turn or if I didn't get first activation whichever one hadn't activated yeah. yet to reduce your its effectiveness and then to basically hold up with the strong Arm suit and Hannah what those things um, the other nasty yeah. things in a fight because they can go toe to toe with them and everything else was going to sit back claim territory uh, sorry protect territory and claim line in the sand and, that, and it worked alright
2: well you kept my golem did nothing yes because it moved and got used to channel through once <laughs> or twice uh, and then got voided and then got voided and then I went no I'm not going to let you void that, ha-ha! <laughs> yeah. And didn't activate it straight away, so it got punched to death by the strong-arm suit really quickly <laughs>
0: and did nothing all game. Yeah, the, um, the strong-arm suit was lucky, very lucky to kill it. Oh, it flipped it. the red joker yeah. for damage, yeah. which did it. With um, with two with two medium or maximum uh, moderate and severe damages with crows, yeah. it can kill it, because you can't reduce the damage with that crow built into it. Yeah. Um, but I it's... didn't have any crows in my hand at that point, but I threw him in anyway and was and got lucky. But yeah. a sort of plan plan game together. Yeah.
2: It was good. Very very frustrating for me. How, what your frycozman and the strong arm suit are worth? How much
0: in points? The strong arm suit is ten. The okay. is five.
2: So the strong arm the strong arm suit and the golem are worth the same points. Yeah. Um, that makes me feel less bad because the strong arm suit basically just killed that. That was what it did. Yeah. Oh it. it Zap murdered something as well. Oh, it Zap murdered my acolyte as well, didn't it? Yeah.
0: yeah. That strong arm suit's a dick. And it took quite a big chunk out of Howard, and then Howard was finished off elsewhere. It was, yeah. For the yeah. first time... It did really well, because the strong arm suit normally dies. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, people were scared of it. For obvious reason. Yeah.
1: Whereas
2: I went, oh, I've got a big goal, and it can smash it in the head, and it, and it didn't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is the first time I've ever taken injuries. Yep. Yeah. Um, my favourite mage got injured. Yeah. Um. But was taken to the doctor and is now fine. Yeah. And Howard is now foolhardy and can't take defensive actions. Yes. Which is okay because he's never done that. Yeah. <laughs> he he runs the things and murders them. So yeah. that's fine.
0: One thing I did do, which I had never done before was when I moved to Hannah in on her own mm. you, you dragged Hannah out of position to where you wanted her but yeah. I managed to I got an activation I activated her I voided yeah. and then I just took defensive and st- stood in the middle of the board Yeah. H- hiding mm. and that really reduced your effectiveness in hitting her so yeah still enjoying shifting loyalties yeah. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah I am nervous about the Masters coming in yeah. Because we're getting masters and avatars at the same time. Yes. And yeah. it's going to be a huge swing in what's going on, how much yeah. damage is put out and play stars for some of us. Yeah. Aaron's thing goes from uh, those archers are fucking annoying and that bloke's quite hard to oh shit, she's running across the board and cutting my face off. Yeah,
0: Vonshir will be similar. Zareda is going to be appearing. For Rob. For the Neverborn, yeah. Ah. And although not as brutally nasty, there's so much weird stuff that she can do. Yeah. And then you're bringing in Rasputin. Rasputina is horrible. Yeah. Yeah, but I do not want, to. I'm not looking forward to facing her at all. Um, yeah I'm finding it's odd because I I mentioned this last time I like to jump around and play different ways one of Malifaux's strengths is that you go I'm going to play guild you then see and you go All right, there's loads of scheme marker stuff on there I'll take my scheme marker crew yeah Um, and oh there's assassinate in there so I'm gonna give an upgrade that makes my master tougher or there's bodyguard in there so um they're going to take that, probably, knowing how they play. So there's there's a lot of adaptation to what you, you do. We don't have that.
2: No, we are building very generalist things. Like, oh. oh, I can't do schemes at the moment, so I'm going to include one of these. I need more yeah. heavy hitters, so I'm going to put in one of these. Yeah. And it-
0: We're generally playing around about 60 Soulstones, which, because we're paying for the, the leader of the crew, is about, about, about 50. 50. Yeah. I've got more stuff than that now, so I'm now buying in models that are toolkit models that yeah. I might use I might not like Sue yeah. Sue will come out every time I play against the Arcanists probably against the Neverborn and it probably won't even see the board against against the Ten Thunders because he's n- not going to be that useful Ugh. Um, so I'm starting to add in sort of the toolkit bits that way. It is it is stretching you tactically. You're trying to mm. achieve your yeah. goals with maybe suboptimal resources to do so. See, I'm
1: enjoying this more from from a poor player's perspective because of that. I'm having to learn what I could afford. Yeah, yeah. I'm absolutely to get the best out of what I've got in front of me. Yeah. I'm also not having to remember how all my whole crew work, my whole, whole wall of 10
0: funders work, just to is. maximise
1: that thing. Yeah, and everybody else's. Yeah. I can't retain that much yeah. information.
0: You're learning probably quite a lot about what we can do as well each time you play us, yes. the sticks in your head. Whereas if you were to play me, I'd normally I'd have a choice of nine masters to throw it yeah
1: yeah which every game I've played against you've played a different one and I've gone I don't actually know how to fight this
0: just yeah. to get, so you win. never get a chance to get get a handle yeah. on it this this yeah.
1: has made it a bit more easy for me to get yeah. my head in
2: cool so we're still enjoying shifting loyalties yep yeah. the new stuff coming out looks awesome yes I'm very excited for the new book the Arcanists still haven't lost
1: no yeah Yeah. technicalities you have won every game though so that's better yeah <laughs> 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 alright <laughs>
0: so th- thank you very much for listening if you've got any questions about the crews we've been using, if you've got any different thoughts on the Masters that we've previewed, if we've missed something that you think is obvious and makes one of them really really good or really really rubbish mm. uh, please let us know uh, you can like, share and subscribe as you can do on everything on the internet you don't need me to tell you this, you're a, you're a big grown up person probably if you're a kid, you know better than me, to be honest. Grown up with it. And you can come and find us on Facebook um, and have a chat with us on there. Yeah. Uh, so thank you very much for listening. I've been Brian Ennis. I've been Aaron Vitsky. And I've been Joe Lewin. We have been the Critical Twits. Now we're going to record another podcast and then play some games. Yeah. yeah.